Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. So we're heading into that autumnal season of 2022. We've been riffing all year on the word reemergence. And so for October, the word is celebrate. Now I'm going to tell you what celebrate means, and then we'll go from there. So to celebrate means to observe or commemorate with a ceremony, to proclaim, make publicly known, to praise wisely and widely, to solemnize or honor. Now, it's it's just fascinating to me how these titles per month have just opened up because my son, my only son, is getting married this month of October and we're celebrating. So, <laughs> What better thing than that, you know, to proclaim widely and make it a solemn event and honor my son and his fiance, Bianca. So I want to ask you a question then. How are you celebrating in your daily life? Are you celebrating yourself, right? Do we ever celebrate ourselves or we just go through the day and get up and go to bed and, you know, go through the day? But what are some small things you could do on a regular basis? I suggest daily to celebrate yourself. For me, I light a candle every morning and then I meditate. And that's part of how I honor, solemnize, celebrate myself. So how do you do that? What is it that you do? Do Some people walk every day. Do you honor yourself? Do you celebrate yourself by walking every day? So what is one thing you could do for the month of October where you celebrate yourself and then see how that radiates out to other people in celebration? Enjoy our shows. So we are in the month of celebration, October, and I am so excited to have a conversation with this woman. We, We met, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I was on her podcast, which is called empowered by design and we just like fell in sync and 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 just well she says we speak the same language so i just want to welcome dr liz debauer thank, thank you. you thank you susan it is so great to be here yes i i loved that we have connected and loved having you on my podcast i'm so so excited to be here and have this chat with you so everybody that dr liz i'm just going to call you liz Um, She does relationship work. And so the reason why we synced up is because both of us are all about love, tuning into love, aligning with love, supporting others in love, with love, all that stuff. And um, so we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, One of the things is you also are working with people in supporting them or teaching them or guiding them how to lead with love. Mm. And that's really important to me because I think we are in such a transitional period of time. And 
leadership needs to be fueled by love, not profit, not mm -hmm. anger, not fear. So I love that you um, talk about leading your life with love. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I, we, who lead with love is something that came to be over time, as you know, things come in a process. And I would, I remember the day that I kind of was putting it all together in a way that I just had so much energy. And I, all I wanted to do was shout it from the rooftops, like the, the words that were coming and the energy that was there for this, um, this movement and this program and encouragement to lead with love. So not only lead with love in our lives, right? Lead, lead with love in our relationships, in our marriages, with our children, with our friends, with our family members, and also as leaders in the world, in life, in our jobs, in our careers. Um, I consider myself a guide, right? I'm a psychologist and I help people, as you said, learn and grow, heal, learn and grow. And when I really reflect on the power of that work, the connection that is made, the relationship is the most important piece of that work is the building the trust, building the safety. And that's love, right? So being able to share that in our work as well. So I love this lead with love as helping other leaders, other helpers, other healers, other guides who help people in really aligning their energy, their actions, their behaviors with their core values. And for me, love is number one, <laughs> number one core value. Uh, and the lead with love program came from this very concerted effort to, um, for us as a team over a course of a few months, we we're identifying our core values as a team here at Visionistas by Design and also aligning our actions with that um, and energy with our core values. So I talk about this on my show a lot of having core values. And so what are some of the core values you guys came up with besides love and leading with love? Yeah. So what it does, what it, there's an, actually we use the acronym leaders um, and so oh, I love gonna, it. I did. Yeah, see I'm that. Sure. I love no. that. Well, you didn't see it yet because we, we created the image. I'm looking for my cheat sheet right now because it's not with the first letter, not that it all didn't work out that way, but the words are humility. So that's the L empathy, authority, confidence, empowerment, drive, and vision. So I know it's a lot. Um, it's a lot of words, Whoa. but we, they really embody the things that we value here at Visionistas that I value in my work, in my life, um, professionally, personally. And we have, so we did create an image. We didn't post it yet, but I, we have it and we're ready to, you know, order the canvas to hang on the wall in our space but also to launch this movement and this program coming very soon um, for other leaders who may share some of those values and, and may God, not. I certainly right? hope so. I, I mean, <laughs> I really, man, if we could see leaders that are having 
humility and empathy and, you know, and being responsible for their choices, that would shift a lot. Yeah. A lot. I got chills when you were reading out those oh, values. It's, yeah. it's like so powerful, Liz. Thank you. So powerful. It's, it is, it is, it's so exciting. Um, it's very, very, very exciting. And Whew, I can feel it now as I'm talking about it. I can feel my energy around that. Just the excitement and passion. I remember I, I have to tell this funny story. I was, when I, when I get energized, I just, like I said, I just go and I'm telling everyone. And I was with my friend, my, I call her my treasure friend. She's been my friend forever. Our moms were pregnant at the same time, best friends. And we've stayed connected through our whole entire life. When I told her, um, she rolled her eyes and she was like, Oh, when I've said lead with love, right. Cause she's my best friend, but because we're alike in some ways and not, not always. Cause she goes, Oh, I'm a leader, but I don't lead with love. And after I went oh. through, yeah, when I went through the list with her, because I was like, listen to what, you know, I was just so excited to share it. She was like, Hmm. Oh, I do do that you know, okay, well, I do have that, you know, so as you recognize the elements of that leadership kind of dynamic mentality, embody those qualities, you may not have all of them 100%, right? And that's the beauty of of our world and our leaders is that if we had every leader looked the same, oh my God, how boring would that be? So we have leaders who have strengths, in um, different kinds of, if you think of those qualities on a, on a spectrum, right, you have, you may have more of more empathy one day than another, but you have the capacity and you understand why empathy is important. Same with drive, same with empowerment, same with vision that um, you have, you know, as a leader, we, we would I would get behind someone who has these qualities and recognize that, you know, things can also shift and change based on the day, based on the season, the circumstance um, and things like that. So at the end, she was very much like, oh, yes, yes, Liz, I'm on board with this. And um, I I got buy-in from her, but it was, it is interesting people's reactions when you say lead with love you know, it can sound however it sounds to people, but right. when you outline those qualities and those values, you can understand how they are so important, especially like you said, especially now in, in our, in our yeah. world. Well, and, and as you read, as you were reading them out, I felt them anchoring within me, you know, and, mm. and this is the thing about when, when people become consciously aware, not just awake, right. Consciously aware. Mm. And focus on um, the qualities they are that they and, or that they want to develop more fully, and and their positive qualities. So so I just so funny. Your friend, it seems to me, she's you just in you describing these qualities. She had opportunity to pivot just even a few <laughs> degrees and see herself differently yes. as a leader Absolutely. because that previous paradigm that's all my dad would say kerfuffled it's all (laughs) you know it's fallen it is fallen it is you know crumbled and all that is isn't about these qualities it's about instead of empowerment which means within you right empowered Mm -hmm. it's about power 
Mm. Big, big mm-hmm. energy difference, right? Mm-hmm. It's about I'm first, I'm right, you're wrong, therefore I'm the leader. You know, these are all old, 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 old patriarchal qualities. Absolutely. These qualities are more, um, they're more heart opening, creative opening, because leaders from this point forward, in my opinion, and I, my, it is my humble opinion, everybody, but in my opinion, um, to have these qualities of, of humility and empathy and authority and empowerment and vision will lead us into a better way of interacting. It, it, it would help our financial systems across the world if it's founded on compassion, you know, mm. that and kindness as yes. opposed to mine, 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 my money, not yours. Right. Competition. You know, so that's yeah. Right. Competition. All of that is old. And mm-hmm. it's and it's and we see where it's going. It's just leaving a lot of people left out. And and even the people at the top, you know, like the hierarchical top are being left out because they're bereft, right? They are bereft of these qualities. They don't have them. Hmm. Or if they, I, I take that back, they probably do, but they have forgotten because they've been operating in a leadership role a certain way. Like your friend, I'm a leader, but I don't do that. Well, right. And then she listened and she was like, oh, yes, I do. Yeah, right. You know? And it's cool. a Yeah. And it's definitely about balance. So, you know, there were some definite values that didn't fit you know, as you know, I'm reading them there, there's a, there's a handful there and we, we love love. And we also, one of the things that we strive for and value a lot is that the balance, right? So as I talk about things on a spectrum, um, or a continuum, whenever we have too much or too little of anything, right. It's, Mm -hmm. it ends up for too long, right? For too long, right? For a short period of time, having so much energy is fantastic. But at some point we must rest and kind of come back to the sweet spot, the middle, finding what is that best piece that brings us the balance. And so mm-hmm. I, I love the the mixture because even when we were you know, coming up with these as a team, um, drive, one of the team members got hooked on like do drive. Cause it, it's a little bit more of a, a masculine, what you say that energy. Um, if we think of things like yin and yang and masculine, feminine energy, there's a, that the drive is somewhat perceived as more, more masculine and a little more forceful. Right. And also authority. But, um, th- when I think about, especially those two and how they're meaningful is, Authority is really having competence, right? And having knowledge that you can, you know what you're doing and you're able to then help other people and lead them in whatever it is that you have authority in, whatever context. Because again, we're, there's leaders across the board in different career choices, different fields, different entities of, of, of our life. And so if you're going to lead someone at you should have authority in whatever you're leading them in and then drive to that motivation is we can sometimes have all these wonderful ideas and wonderful, beautiful feelings and creative vision. But if you don't have drive to put your actions in line with them and make it happen, then nothing happens. 
right? So that drive right. is really important to keep forward movement when it needs to happen. And also to recognize when rest pause has to happen, right? So the balance piece is something that we very, very much value too. So, um, that's, that's illustrated in our, in our logo, we have, the you know, which it will, it will be coming, coming soon on our website. Um, but it's so exciting for me to talk about it because it's still like a little bit, you know, not out there yet. <laughs> well, and so funny that that's what I keyed into, right? Yes. I love it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So what I will say too, is, you know, we're, as I talk about it and I, I mentioned talking about or leading with love in those aspects, life and career or life and work or life and business. However, you know, we think about the, the amount of time and energy we have in a day. A lot of it is spent at work. If you are in a career um, of some sort and the other part is spent in your home and your household with your family, with your people. And so really the lead with love um, dynamic happens in both places. So being able to, even when you are leading your children or leading in a relationship where you consider yourself to be equal with, or you're not really an authority figure, the authority piece comes in because we have authority on ourselves. Mm. And it's so important to be able to build authority which is something both of us share because we talked about it already in taking the time to know yourself, to build yes. awareness, to build insight into what's going on for me in my body. What, what does that mean? What are my thoughts? What are my, uh, what are my ideas? What are my emotions? What is happening in my spirit right now? So if I don't have that self-awareness or if I, if I'm low on that, I'm not as able to lead in my relationships from a place of authenticity and love mm -hmm. as I would mm -hmm. be having known those things and having yes. that awareness and authority. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And in my personal experience, going back to the balance piece and resting and pausing mm. is all part of it. It's not a separate thing. It's all part of the entirety of what it takes to be an empowered leader and and to be truly who you are in mm -hmm. life yeah yeah so you've got something going on also that is it's fun it's fun <laughs> I, and because when we talked on your show you brought this up and you were talking about the the rings we, we were talking about relationships and i yes. got caught in the rings you were mentioning so let's talk about uh, about that with yeah. with everybody yeah. So that was, we, we call the fun love formula here and it's all connected, right? Because as you said, relationships are our jam here. We love relationships. That is our specialty. We recognize the importance of being connected to other people and how powerful that can be to bring joy and that sense of belonging and just feeling like life is worth living to its, to its highest potential. Mm. Um, so the fun love formula came in as I was in preparation for offering a workshop for couples. And, um, over time I've 
you know, it was designed for couples, romantic, committed couples. And I did a workshop in the, in the early spring, no, late spring. No, I'm sorry. Gosh, late winter, early spring. And over time we I've recognized, I've used it so much with, with my, in my coaching work and with my clients. And then also as well in this lead with love is that we, I asked people to envision three different rings, right? So there's a center ring and then two rings on the outside. And, and I sometimes say like picture three golden rings because they're beautiful and sparkly and, and fun. And the rings stand for me, you, and mm. us. Yeah. Right. So if I'm talking about myself, this is where <laughs> it all fits together. We need to know what our identity. We need to understand, or when I say need, I'm saying it's helpful. There's an invitation to understand our identity and, and the things that we would put in that circle, our, our culture, our values, right? Shared value, our, our core values, our beliefs, our interests, our strengths, our abilities, things that aren't our strengths, things that are, are in our vision or in our goals to work on aspects of wellness, right? Those dimensions of, you know, how am I, where am I healthy? Where do I need to strive to be more healthy? And each person in the relationship has all of those aspects personally, individually, independently of the other. You enter into a relationship and that person brings their stuff in their ring with them. And when you are committed to building a a relationship together, then that center ring becomes the shared aspect of all of those things, right? So there's a shared space where if um, we think of the relationship as its own entity, I'm putting into that relationship aspects of myself, my partner, my friend, whoever I'm in relationship with is putting in aspects of his self, herself, their self. And, um, and then we have this relationship. So one easy way that I I do uh, try to illustrate it with people is thinking of shows that you're watching, right? So I'll, I'll, because I, it was born for romantic committed couples. I'll use my example with my partner and my husband. I'm currently watching by myself, new girl, you know, it's an, it's a show that's on Netflix. I love it. I, I did not see it when it first came out, but I'm running through those episodes by myself. He does not watch them with me. (laughs) He without me is watching a show called Narcos and he loves it. He watches it when I, I go to bed earlier than him sometimes, but he watches a lot more shows than me because he, he needs it to kind of relax at the end of the night. I, I do not, that does not help me relax. So we have those, those shows and I'll catch an episode here or there with him or half of one. And he's like, stop asking me questions. (laughs) (laughs) You did not see this from the beginning and same, like he'll sit there if I'm watching new girl, but it is not shared. That's my interest. That's his, but we have a show that we make time to watch together. And right now we're, we're running through stranger things. So that's our shared show. We both enjoy it and we make the time to watch it together. I don't watch it without him. He doesn't watch it without me. It's our shared show. Um, and so it's just kind of an easy way to illustrate the fact that the importance of having your space for yourself 
in a relationship, having the, um, the desire, but also giving yourself permission to have your own interests, your own values, your own pleasures, your own time, energy, space that is separate from your partner or your friend, whoever, whoever we're talking about in this, and then making time for all of those things, making time for yourself, allowing your partner to make time for themselves, and then making time for the relationship. Again, ooh, right? It's, it can sound complicated and overwhelming, but it is about balance. And those rings move, they shift over time. Sometimes, right? We need to be really, really connected with our partners for whatever reason. And sometimes we need our space. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Exactly. And oh, if yeah. we don't recognize the importance of that, if we feel bad or guilty for, oh, I'm doing my own thing. Well, uh, you know, great. Right. But uh, so in a balanced way, it promotes health. It promotes trust. It promotes safety. It promotes love and fun love right? Safety, love, and especially when the boundaries and expectations are clear, right? So if it's not clear, this is my time. I need this space. Hey, I need a, I need a few hours, or I'm going to watch this without you. Okay. I'm going to bed, whatever. Those are set as much as we can in advance so that people aren't feeling hurt by like, why are you spending so much time without me? Well, right? This is our formula. This is our, this is our dance. This is how we. Yeah. And I really, I appreciate you explaining all that. And, and I agree with it, having an understanding be, at the beginning as much being as clear as you possibly can, because sometimes then if you're not, if you hadn't been clear within yourself that I, this is what I need and this is what I'm not going to do, then you can't, um, say that to your partner that, wow, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to watch narco with you. You know, right. it's, it's when the, when the lockdown first happened and my um, spouse had to work out of the house, you know, I mm -hmm. always work out of the house and I, it was the first two weeks I was like, I, I walk out of my office and there he is. And, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, you know, and, and the first couple of weeks he would be he'd get off, to, uh, take a break and come in and sit in my office while I'm writing. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I just thought I'd come and hang out. I said, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm working right now, you know? And yes. I, so I, I really can't, you're distracting me by sitting mm -hmm. there. And so <laughs> yeah. I, a couple of weeks for us to both, you know, and, yeah. Uh, no, so and I now knocks and I knock, you know, even yes. if the door's open, I knock, we knock and it's like, Hey, do you got a minute? Okay. But yeah, the first couple of times he just came in and sat down. I was like, Oh, this is, um, I love that. That is a great, yes. I think there's probably no coincidence that this formula was came after pandemic and not only myself and um, my family and how we navigated those boundaries and the shift in wait, what are we all doing here? And, and how do we find our space? Mm -hmm. How do we nurture our, our need for privacy, our need for our alone time, but also recognize how beautiful it is to connect, right? But 
there's got to be balance and there has to be understanding. And that is what so many of us struggled with in pandemic during that time when everybody is shut down and where you're typically leaving the home and that's your, your drive is your space, your commute. If that was part of, for people, um, it is what was gone. And so many things shifted like bam overnight. And we didn't know how to navigate that. And so absolutely this is, this, that's a great example f- for people to think about on their, in their own experience of who, yeah. And now we're, it's not over. Right. So the pandemic, the, the, the height of it, um, thankfully has passed, but the, the, what, what the fallout is, is that we're looking at lots of different things that have come, you know, I don't, there's so many, the economy and workplace shifting of boundaries of working from home and, and the beautiful ability to connect electronically, virtually, but also wait a second, let's also do that in person. Cause that's, that's human. And that's, that's needed too. So we're, we're still in that navigating the fallout place mm-hmm. as humans and navigating, okay, what are my priorities? How do I balance what I need to feel those kinds of things, safety and security, connection, love, joy, but also (laughs) I need my space sometimes. Right. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I, um, this last year I got into the habit of taking an afternoon nap. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. Sometimes my body needs to sleep for two hours. And so I go into our bedroom and I close the door and, and in my mind, the door's shut. So that indicates, please do not enter. <laughs> and he's got this Apple watch. When it goes low, he walks in to put it mm. while I'm trying to fall asleep or walks in to put on the charger right by his side of the bed. You yeah. know, and I'm like I, I'm, I'm sleeping here. And you he, need one of those magnets that they have on the hotels. Like do not disturb. I, I do. <laughs> I do. I have one for my office door. I guess I need one, but you know, so, and then it's funny. I, I bought him an extra Apple charger. charger thing. I love that. Thinking yeah. he put it in his office, charge it in your office. Don't mm-hmm. walk in here. He put it in his car. Oh, okay. I, and yes. And that is what you said about, you know, recognizing the, the importance of, uh, trying to do it proactively, trying to navigate, set expectations, set boundaries proactively. And it's not always possible, right? And that's life. So when you do though, make the time and establish the practice of setting up boundaries, then when something comes up like, oh, hey, you keep coming in when I'm trying to sleep, it's, you already have a time and a space that you've um, set for your relationship to connect where you're not, where you're able to have that conversation in a way that's not mean and it's not rushed and it's not, you know, um, perceived to be attacking. It's like, Hey, something came up. And since we already are in this practice of communicating our needs with each other as a, as a value, I thought I'd mention this, right? Whatever it is, I'm just using your example for for the watch battery, but I I invite people to think about their own lives and um, it's never too late to start the practice, right? If you haven't done it yet, starting this practice of making time 
for yourself and, and communicating your, to your partner or whomever you're in relationship with that, the importance of them also making time for themselves and making time for the relationship so that those times are already set and that you are then able to address these things as they come up. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. So it's called fun love formula. Now you have that yes. as a PDF, right? If people yes. Want. Yes. Yes. So you can go right to my website, drliz.com and that's D-R-L-Y-Z.com. Fun love. Mm-hmm. Um and you can you just enter your your name and your email address and you can download that formula front and back. So the rings are there and the the all those qualities that I was talking about, the instructions of how to use it and how to apply it to your your yourself, right? That's where I would start with yourself. <laughs> start with yourself. Always start with yourself. Um, because I think one of the things that I I know, not that I think, one of the th- the things that we do as humans is it's hard sometimes to examine ourselves and to say either or either that it's it's hard to examine and we want to push responsibility elsewhere or or there's the over um, over taking responsibility, like thinking everything's my fault. Right. So again, finding the balance, finding your sweet spot, but doing that act action for yourself first, um, having that awareness and then also being able to, once you are, you have a little bit of awareness of yourself, recognizing where it overlaps in that shared values or shared qualities. Um, and then where there's differences. And I think that the other fun aspect of the fun love formula is that we're not, we don't have everything shared, which I said before is why our, why our population of the globe is so beautiful is because we have so many differences and complexities. And as a team, when you think about your relationships, when you can approach life in a team kind of approach, right? So Mm -hmm. there is healthy competition in team, in teamwork. And there's also that building of safety and trust and recognizing the differences are as complementary. Yes. So rather than, um, well, I'm this and you're that and I'm better or whatever, right? Letting right. that competition, that drive that we have as human beings, because that's how we were designed to overtake in a negative way to recognize like, oh, this is my strength and that's yours. And because I'm really good at this, whether it's saving money or spending money, <laughs> um, we complement each other really well and being able to value both your shared aspects and then those aspects of your identity that are different and can also be viewed as complementary. I love that. I love that because so many people want to look at the differences as the problem. Yes. As opposed to it, 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 like you said, it, we all have so many facets. It's all, if we can just embrace the differences as well, globally, everybody, (laughs) not just in your personal relationship, but if we can embrace them and go, wow, okay. I see you and I, I'm curious, you know, of why you are this way. And here I am, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, then it's no longer a push, a push me, pull you. Yeah. Twist, you know? Oh, absolutely. I love that. 
Absolutely. And thinking cultural, um, racial, sexual Mm -hmm. orientation, identity, all the different religious, spiritual identity, all the different aspects of identity. When we use humility, right? When we try to embody a humble and curious, what you said, I love that. The thing we say here a lot is open yourself up with curiosity over judgment. Um, when, you know, evolutionarily speaking differences were scary because they, they, they could bring, we didn't know what to do with them when something's different, when something's, um, unpredictable, we have to shift and come up with a new schema for that. And so evolutionarily speaking, not to excuse how fear can become, uh, a source of hatred, and oppression, but to help us understand it and say, oh, well, that's human. Okay. It's a, it's an emotion. It's a reaction. It's a thought, and it doesn't have to be translated into a a hateful action, right? I can, I can notice what's happening. I can tune into my body. What's the emotion? What's the thought I'm having? Where might that come from? And then what action do I choose? Right. I I have choice over that. I have choice over my behavior. And so being able to embody those qualities of um, confidence and, Mm -hmm. and really choosing how we relate with others and, and move in our lives is the important piece of that. You know what, Liz, as you were speaking, I just got like a a, a little mini, um, aha Mm. about, uh, hateful, hateful action. Uh, as you were speaking, it was like, so you have these feelings, right? You're fearful, you're angry, you're, you're, you want things to be different. And then the hateful, it's an, it's a hateful action. And you have, you, we can all feel those things. Hello, I have been. Yes. But to take action on those feelings, because so what the down, what the aha is, is we don't have to take action on those feelings. Most people that take action on those feelings, hateful action, it's because they're uncomfortable with the feeling. Mm-hmm. So let me just react and take right. action because I don't like these. I don't like feeling this way. So it must be somebody doing it to me instead of just allowing those feelings to be addressed, to yes. be safe. And then they, once you face your fears or your anger, um, it, it, it informs you. I, I found personally, but it also then moves through me. Then I don't, then there's nothing for me to do. There's no doing this when you have those feelings, but a lot of people are taking action on these hateful feelings because they don't want it. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And do, it, I'm going to give it back to you. Yes. And so even, yes. So the reaction piece brings us again, evolutionarily to the fight, flight, freeze, right? When we're faced with danger, when we're in fear for our lives, um, going all the way back to those days, um, we're still human, right? So we have those emotions and our bodies are telling us about danger and it's the reaction is can be fight, flight, freeze, right. To save ourselves in survival mode, but we aren't always in survival mode. Right. And, and what chronic stress does and and things like pandemic have done, um, in addition to other things before pandemic happened and, and that continue to happen, like tragedy, trauma, loss, heartbreak is that they make us feel that we're in survival mode. And 
that's why when we talk, you and I both talk about the importance of slowing down and taking a breath, you then come at your life from a place of responding with intentional action, intentional vision, um, that you're not just snap reacting based yep. on a sense of fear or um, whatever emotion it is that is uncomfortable for you. And you're responding with an action that is in line mm -hmm. with your values, your identity, your vision, what you hold to be meaningful and true for you. And that's, that's, uh, you just described how we can stay um, aligned with our authentic self. Mm -hmm. or, Absolutely. Uh, I'd say my, my divine self, the, yes. the part of the divinity that is me. I, I choose to be aligned with that, aligned with love. Mm -hmm. not with the, the anger feelings or whatever that, um, all of it. I, yeah. So if I want to take action, I'm just telling everybody, mm -hmm. I really try to ground myself in love. I want to, I want to react and take action from love. So a love action, not a hatred action, even though, you know, we, we all get stirred up. So yeah, that was interesting, Liz. I just like, yeah. Thank, thank you for that. No, I, I, I love chatting with you and I love talking about this, this, because it is, it's empowering to even be able to have a space to talk about it with, with people who share the, the important, um, the, the important aspects of it, right. And communicating it. Um, I, th I think one of the things I say a lot in my work is the, or help people see is our humanity. And that at the very basic level, we were designed to have these experiences of our body, of our mind, of our heart, soul, spirit, that our bodies tell us things speak to us because it wants us to survive. Our stomachs growl because we're hungry, right? So eat. Um, and we have emotions it, all the things in a similar way, because we are human. And what typically becomes the stressful part is the next level, not the emotion, not the thought, not the thing that happens in our body, but the judgment we place on it. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. So one of the thing, one of the emotions I use a lot in this example is jealousy because jealousy is an emotion, right? It's an emotion that we are designed to have evolutionarily speaking. Again, it was it was, it's helpful. Um, but we don't talk about it a lot because it's called the green eyed monster, whatever, whatever that is. And we, we feel shame. If we feel jealousy, we feel embarrassed if we feel jealousy. And that's the part that gets us into trouble, not yeah. the jealousy. It's right. the next thing up. It's the shame. We feel it's the, that we want to shove it down and we don't want anyone else to see that we're jealous so that we're, we're hiding it, but we're not really hiding it because then our actions are, are coming from a place of jealousy or look to others like hateful action. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's an, it's one of those examples that, that it's like, yeah, just, we got to own our emotions. We own our human side, <laughs> own those human experiences and then work to understand them so that yeah. your actions aren't coming out to be part of the disconnect that we can contribute to. Right. We can be remain connected yes. as opposed to disconnected. Right. Liz, thank you. Ooh. This is what a, what a, whew, 
What a great conversation. I, I so appreciate you and the work that you're doing. Absolutely. I, it, you know, it takes all of us doing a really profound work. And um, so Liz, I mentioned at the beginning, Liz has her own podcast called Empowered by Design. And your her website is drliz.com. So D-R-L-Y-Z.com. Um, yeah, there's lots of stuff there. There's programs that we have. We have lots of fun things coming. Um, we do coaching, we do consultation here, speaking engagements. And so these are things that, as you can tell, I'm so energized by these and it's one thing to be able to speak about them and just share the information and knowledge. And we help you if you want to go further, right? So if you're like, oh, I need to, I need to do some of this work for myself or for my team or for my family, then we're there for that too. So we yeah. help. That's our, our, our service piece is we help you apply this to your life, your life, your work, your career, your love. Um, and also to recognize that maybe not all of my values are yours, right? So being able to take inventory of, well, okay, well, what about this? Yeah, I like that, but I think I this is more of a value for me. And that's part of this work as well is having a space to be able to explore for yourself and, um, and then apply it to your life in a meaningful way. Yeah, and I love, um, just going back to the, in my experience of values, going back to the values, in my experience, when uh, once I became very clear of what my personal values were, then if I start to step away from that, the you know, the universe has a lovely sense of humor <laughs> of making sure that I come back into my personal alignment. Yeah. You know, and, and I and I so I'm very aware now when I'm straying from. Mm. You know, Me like too. If, I, if I say something <laughs> that I really didn't need to say, that's mm-hmm. not, I'm not holding my integrity. Right. So right. pull it back. Yep. It, it's, it's powerful stuff to be consciously aware of who you are and what you value. So um, Liz, the, the fun love formula is a PDF that we can get on your website. Dr. Yes. Yep, that's for free. Yes, you can download okay, it. For I'm free. gonna Absolutely. I'm gonna download it. My son's yes. getting married. I'm gonna send it to them. Love it's it. A beautiful way to begin a relationship, it sounds like. And I'm so excited. Yeah, I love that too. I love working with um with couples at all stages. And I will say I have a special place in my heart for the those couples who are premarital or you know on their way to that commitment. Um, it's you know, fun. The, the fun love in the beginning is is truly fun. And of course, like I said, it's never too late to start with these things, to establish the boundaries, to um, recognize right now what what has been going well for us, what are our strengths, and how do we build on those? That is what I do with all couples, but even couples who've been at it for a while um, is, again, that mantra, like you were saying, when we are, take responsibility to 
identify what are our values and what do I want to lead with when I'm saying, you know, lead with love. It's definitely a mantra I have to tell myself. And yes, the universe brings it to me too. When I'm in my car and I'm behind someone driving slow, that's one of the places I must say, lead with love, Liz, lead with love. So, right. So absolutely. And sometimes I, you know, people, we may not want to take that responsibility, but of course, when you do, when you take that step, it is, it is, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's so empowering personally. And then also in our relationship. So as well, recognizing how it can help to lift yourself, your partner, your friend, and the relationship in general. Yeah. So lovely. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for joining me today. I, I yes, we speak the same language. We, do. we love <laughs> yes. everybody. But again, I just want to uh, let you know how much I appreciate everything that you do. It's thank it, you. It's a gift. You're a gift. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And I, I have to say, ditto, because I've even from our conversation, I've used the breathe in love and breathe out love. You know, the image of the things that you talked about when you were a guest on my podcast as well, because it's when we get to speak with other people who lift us up, right? How isn't it? We've had so much fun. This time flew. I can't even believe yeah. we're at the end because it's so much fun. And also we learn um, yep. lifelong learners. We love, we learn and we grow and we lift each other up and we take pieces from each other to continue that effort to share the love and spread it, spread the power, <laughs> spread the power empower. Yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you, Liz. Thank and I, you, Susan. I'm just going to end with, and so it is namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website. And just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at Susan at SusanMorell.com. That's it for today. See you next time.